Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 97. We're still getting closer. Eep. It doesn't feel real. I say that every time, I think, but I really mean it. It's really flown by, um, and I'm sure we'll reflect on it more once we actually hit episode 100. We'll take a second to reflect uh, once that time comes. But today's episode is our trip report. So we just got back at the very end of May and a little bit into the beginning of June of our trip down to Walt Disney World, and we made it a point to really try a lot of new things on this particular trip. So I think that's why this will make for a pretty good trip report for us to share with you guys. Yeah, we really, we went down with a whole list actually of different foods we wanted to try. And of course, Brendan being the planner that he is, he had like a whole list of all the new attractions and a lot of things that I didn't even know were there. Um, So that was really fun for me and we're just really excited to talk about it. Yeah, so before we jump into the trip report, um, we mentioned it a couple episodes back of our voicemail call-in line. Um, so we've received a few voicemails that we will play at the end of today's show. So thank you to Aaron and Amanda for leaving those for us. It brings such joy to our hearts to see a voicemail come in. If you guys want to call in and leave a voicemail, the number is 615-200-6048. And we'll put that in our show notes as well. But again, if you're taking notes, 615-200-6048. So our question, this next round of questions that we want to ask you guys, same thing, you can call in, introduce yourself, tell where you're calling from. If you have a website or an an account that you want to plug, feel free to do that as well. But I just want to hear, and in honor of this trip report, when is your next trip, where are you going, and what are you most looking forward to? Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be a Disney trip either. We love all kinds of trips, even though Disney is obviously our location of, I guess, choice. We love all trips. Anybody come to Nashville? Yes. Anybody want to get some hot chicken? Yes. We are always down for some hot chicken. Hattie B's is the place to go. If you are looking for hot chicken, it's a plug. Not associated with them. Just love them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So awesome. Stay tuned for the very end of the episode where we will play those voicemails that we've received. And we look forward to hearing some more of those. So Let's jump into this. And I think the way that we're going to do it, just because it is so fresh in our mind, is take this park by park. Um, and so we did get to visit all four parks and a little bit of Disney Springs. Just a little bit. We'll talk about that. Yeah. So let's at least lay the foundation for how we got down there. This was a unique traveling experience, I guess, for us. So you guys might have seen on Instagram, Catherine was in New Orleans. Yes, all the Princess and the Frog vibes. I was totally obsessed with it. If you've never been to New Orleans, it was a good time. I got some beignets. I got to walk around kind of like the old historic, I already forgot what it's called, but like the cathedral that's there. St. Louis Cathedral. It's not St. Louis. New Orleans. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the St. Louis Cathedral in New Orleans. Well, that's confusing. (laughs) It could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's right. Okay. I know the Pope visited there because that was everywhere. But um, we also, so it was kind of interesting, we were able to go to the bayou kind of area in like a very small town part of Louisiana. So just everything about it was very Princess and the Frog and I loved it. So I actually flew by myself. This was the first time I've ever flown by myself. Um, Flew by myself from New Orleans to Orlando and Brendan drove by himself first time for that as well (laughs) do not recommend yeah it was a long trip but it worked out so we met up Um, my sister picked me up from the airport and we were able to connect and the first thing we did was go to epcot so i guess we'll start with epcot yeah so this was our very first trip with our annual passes so we got to epcot around dinner time went to the guest services desk activated our annual passes Got our annual passes sliders, which was very exciting. We almost we almost weren't going to get them, but we your sister asked and they had some in the back that they pulled out for us. So yeah, 
that's fun. Um, of course, take the generic, you know, picture holding your pass out in front picture. I mean, it was a big moment for us. It is. Yeah. I don't want to downplay it by any means because that <laughs> is like something we've always dreamed about. Yeah. Like for real, like a dream come true. Yeah. So now if we can just get the premiere pass and get to go to Disneyland and Walt Disney World, then then we're living the dream. Yes. Future goals. You can't accomplish everything at once. Yeah. So our goal for that night on Epcot was really just to find food. Try all the food. So this is where we were really excited to be there during the Flower and Garden Festival. And unfortunately, it's over now. So we're kind of a little late behind talking about everything. But we had a long list of foods we wanted to try. I automatically knew I wanted Chinese food. So that's where we started first. So in China, I did get the peach bubble tea, and that's something that's there all the time. And I actually had two people ask me, like, while I was holding it, where to get it. So it's obviously very popular. The flavor was good. Every time I try bubble tea, I don't like the actual bubble part of it, but I just keep trying it because I'm like, maybe it'll be better the next time. So it's just a me thing. But if you like bubble tea, I would recommend it. You mean like the tapioca balls? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're just a lot. And they're, that's all I can say. They're just a lot. They put a lot in there. Sometimes I just want a sip of tea and I don't want the bubbles and that's not possible. Mm-hmm. The food that we got, I remember we got the crab and cheese wontons, which were good. Mm-hmm. Not... They weren't amazing. They weren't amazing. They're kind of what we would get to, from our local Chinese restaurant, to be honest, which is not bad. Honestly, I think I like our local Chinese ones more. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got some sort of like beef on rice. I'm going to say it tasted just like pot roast. And that's Brendan's like biggest pet peeve because my family makes pot roast all the time. And he, at this point, is very anti-pot roast. So, sorry, nanny. Sorry, mom. Brendan doesn't want to eat your pot roast. <laughs> I'm all pot roasted out. Um, I can't remember some of the other things that we got. We we didn't do too much because we got full very fast. So fast. We got the bread from Germany. I think that's what did it in. Yeah, it's like a pretzel bread with uh, ham and cheese. Yeah, it was a lot. But it was good. But it, it was, was good. It was dense. I think that's the word I would use for it. <laughs> yes. So from there, we kind of waddled over to Japan. Yeah. So we were kind of in between Japan and Morocco, and that is the perfect spot to be. Mm-hmm. It had all of our favorite things. Yes. So we got Frushi. We got Violet Saki from Japan. And then from Morocco, the star of the show, fried cauliflower. And we've talked about it enough on this podcast for everyone to know that I am the world's biggest picky eater. I'm like a French fry and chicken tender kind of person, and I'm happy to be that person. And I was not even going to try it until Brendan insisted. And it was honestly my favorite thing. So if they ever offer fried cauliflower again... I would highly recommend it. Even if you're a picky eater, even if you hate cauliflower, it didn't taste like, I mean, I, don't, I honestly didn't know what cauliflower tasted like, but it honestly didn't taste like a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, of course it was breaded and then it came with like, um, I think they called it a ranch. It was like a chipotle or like a chili ranch or something like that. It was A Moroccan spi- version, I'm sure. Yeah, it was spicy, but it was good. It was really good. So I think that did us in because nothing could top that. But the frushi was, okay, really sweet. Surprisingly sweet. Yeah. And then the violet sake was amazing. Mm-hmm. I wish that would be something. Do they have that full time? Yeah, they do. I think so. I think so. Because it wasn't in a pop-up stand. Yeah. Somebody let us know. Because yeah. if it is there all the time, I'm going to get it every time. <laughs> it was so refreshing, I think, is what I like so much about it. So I think that pretty much did it in for us that night. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't do any attractions. We did. What did we do? Did we did we do Soren? Oh yes, we did do Soren. We were able to walk on. We yep, we walked onto Soren as the park was closing. We stayed out way later than we expected, especially. I mean, Brendan woke up at four forty-five. 
a.m. to drive to Orlando, and we stayed in Epcot till park close. I woke up at 4.15 to leave at 4.45, but who's counting? Oh, okay. My bad. (laughs) So, yeah, we uh, went home, crashed, and that kind of leads into our next day. Plan to rope drop Magic Kingdom? We had such high plans, expectations, and not morning people. It was a long day, so we didn't get to ride the mine train like we wanted to. And before anyone's like, oh, but you hate mine train, we do. <laughs> but to well, rope drop it, we would do it. I have been, We have been getting more comments about this, which is weird to have people <laughs> like rebuttal our stances. We, I don't think we hate the ride. I just don't think a wait is justified for it. Yeah, I guess that's that's the better way to put it. We enjoy the ride when we're on it for the two minutes that it lasts. <laughs> it's just, yeah, we're we're not there. You know, maybe if you had kids, you know, it'd be worth the wait and it's cool and it's something they would enjoy. But for us thrill seekers, time conscious people, we just don't wait. So we didn't rope drop. Um, really, we got there and... It's funny because that was the day that the princess race weekend stuff opened up. So we were actually sitting in Magic Kingdom signing up for the 5K and the half marathon. So if you are planning on running in the princess races in February of next year, also let us know because we will be there and we are very excited. Yeah, it's my first ever run Disney event. You've been to one. You mm-hmm. went to marathon weekend a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. So we actually signed up for that while I was eating something that was on my food list. And it was the, like, spicy chicken and waffle from... um, Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. That was really good. I would recommend it for sure. Um, It wasn't terribly spicy it had just like enough spice to give it some flavor because it comes with like a slaw but I got it on the side because I didn't want it but it was really good the waffle was kind of sweet it wasn't like a Mickey waffle um but it was perfect it was really good for breakfast Mm -hmm. probably too much for breakfast not a normal breakfast but a Disney breakfast (laughs) yeah and as far as like attractions that morning I know we did pirates like first thing and then we rode Haunted Mansion right after we got done eating mm-hmm. at Sleepy Hollow. So just like your normal, normal kind of Magic Kingdom day is what we ended up doing. Um, but that day was terribly hot. Yes. So we planned to be at Magic Kingdom kind of up until dinner time. We just couldn't make it. No. So I think it was around 2 o'clock. We hit a wall and we... We had to tap out, but before we tapped out, we made sure that we tried a couple of other things that were on our list. So the first one is citrus swirl. So we are huge Dole Whip people. We always walk right past Sunshine Tree Terrace. Sunshine Tree (laughs) Terrace, that's a tough one for me. Um, But we decided that we were going to stop this time. There's actually a pretty long line for it. Yeah, it wasn't as long. We'd seen it longer earlier, so luckily it wasn't too bad. But I'd say it was worth the wait. We enjoyed it. It was very good. We mm-hmm. So we actually didn't get Citrus Swirl. We got like Citrus Dream or whatever they call it, which is basically just not the float, just the soft serve. Yeah, because from you know reflecting on our Dole Whip experience, the floats are always too much for us. So we just went with the swirl, and we actually got, um, they had a slush. It was like a raspberry lemonade slush. We tried that, too, just because I thought it looked pretty, like as we saw people walking by with it. Um, One thing that we will say, paper straws, not a fan. They are worthless. (laughs) I couldn't drink it at all through that paper straw, so it was terribly frustrating. It was really kind of like tart like sour almost. I mean, it was refreshing, but I don't think we would get it again. Yeah. We are pro-environment conservation. Yes. But it is frustrating when you spend $8 on a drink and you legitimately (laughs) cannot get it into your mouth. Yeah. The same thing actually happened. I got a chocolate milkshake later. 
I couldn't get a single, like the whole time I was drinking the milkshake, I could not get anything up the paper straw. <laughs> like at all, like I let it melt. I did everything. I just had to eat it with the paper straw that they gave me. So I probably looked ridiculous, but not a fan. So after, oh, there was one more thing that we had. This is controversial. We are yes. definitely in the minority here. Yes. We tried the cheeseburger egg rolls. There's something, there's some flavor, and I think it's mustard. And well, maybe... for you, it was the mustard. For me, it was the pickle. We didn't like them. My sister was shocked because she was the one that went and got them, and she was so excited for us to eat them, and, you know, comes prancing back over to us, and she ate one, and we shared the other one, and we took big bites out of it, and we didn't even want to finish it. It was mm -hmm. just... Just one of those things where once you taste it, you just can't get it out of your head. And I'm sure I'd be interested in trying the other variations because I think they have a like a buffalo chicken one. And we're big buffalo chicken people. So I would definitely like to try that. Mm -hmm. I also now realize that we have not gone park by park. We've been going day by day. Dang, we did. That's okay. It's okay. We're going to roll with it um, because, of course, we tapped out early, went back to the hotel for a little while. No, no, no. We went straight to Epcot. We did because I wanted to ride the monorail. <laughs> yep. Um, so, so but, it, but the monorail was nice and cool, so that helped. And it was empty going to Epcot, so we got to sit. Yep. And so, really, there were two reasons that we went over there. One was we had reservations at Via Napoli. So let's chat about that first. Okay. I thought it was excellent. Really wonderful pizza and we got drinks. Our waiter was amazing. We yes. gave him a cast compliment. Yeah, he was fantastic. He was hilarious. He was attentive. He was just so nice. Yeah, your sister. I don't know. <laughs> if if you are a single lady and you are looking for some um, nice people to talk to, I would suggest hitting up <laughs> Via Napoli. Claudio. And their waiters. Yeah. We noticed the same thing when me, my mom and my sister went to um, the French restaurant. Another great place. <laughs> As a guy, I can respect. He was a good looking, charming <laughs> young man. <laughs> He's probably give, older. Give credit where it's due. He was probably older than us, but... He but hey. Um, the only thing I would say is, it, like all of Disney, you get the bill. It is a little shocking. We spent over $100 on pizza. A pizza that we shared. The three of us shared a pizza. Over $100. I couldn't believe it. That That is including our drinks. It was so. including drinks and tip and... And an appetizer. And yada yada. But, whew. I'm... <laughs> it was good. I'm glad we did it. We've heard so many good things about it. And, you know, if if you are, you know, this is vacation, we can do it. I mean, we did it. Do it. But that's definitely not a place that we're going to go back every time. Mm -hmm. Just because of the price. Everything else was amazing. Yeah. But it's something to consider. Yeah. So the other thing that we did, and this is such a new thing for us, actually meeting up with friends in Disney World. It's always been a place that we, like, escape to, and we just spend time with each other. Mm -hmm. And that's great. Like, I still value that. But now we're meeting up with people. So it's a new thing for us to kind of experience and it was a blast. So we met up with two-thirds of Magnetic Flux Co. Yes. The Baguette Boys. So Ryan and Josh came down to meet us. Um, and then Josh's wife, Tiff, came as well. So we got to not hang out for a really long time, but ride the uh, Grand Fiesta Tour. And or, we rode Figment. And we rode Figment with Ryan. Mm -hmm. um, we went to the DVC Lounge for a little bit. So, I mean, it's just, 
it's such a new thing for us that we're just like giddy about yeah. it. I think that someone would actually want to hang out with us. And it was so fun because we, you know, connect with all these amazing people and obviously we interviewed them and I mean, we just loved our time getting to know them and then to actually meet them in real life and meet anyone, you know, any of the people that we've gotten to meet. It's almost surreal. It's like, wow, this is the real person, you know, the real person that we talk to. So that's a lot of fun. Yeah. So stay tuned. We are in the works to try to record our very first in parks podcast with them in October. Oh man. So you got to wait a while, but John, the other third of magnetic flux co will be down there at the same time as us in October. So we're going to have to make it happen. Yeah. We're really excited. Yeah. So, um, if anybody else ever wants to meet up, we're down. Yeah. Can't say that we're not awkward, but we power through, and that's the most important part. We just smile and laugh through it. That's all you can really do, right? <laughs> yeah. So I think the only other thing to mention off that night was we had our very first Violet Lemonade. We did. We did. Yes. So that was fun. You can definitely taste like the floral... I don't know, like it's not just purple for fun, like it really has that kind of floral taste to it. And that was kind of shocking to me. And they didn't even try to give us a straw with that. No, that <laughs> you was were just a on your own. Yeah. yeah. Which was probably better because again, straws don't work. Um, so that was that was a good day. A long day. We again were in Epcot until close, which was shocking. Because um, we never expected to do that either, but it was a good day. Mm-hmm. So obviously on Friday it was our Animal Kingdom day. We took things so much slower. Yeah. So we started Friday in Disney Springs, actually. So we didn't even go to Animal Kingdom until maybe like two o'clock ish, don't you say? Somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, So we went to Disney Springs, and we got to meet up with our other friend, Terry. Um, And we were super excited to get to do that and chat with him um, and hang out for a little bit. And the new thing that we did in Disney Springs was eat at Chicken Guy. And we were excited because we, every time we travel somewhere new, we want to go to anywhere that's been on um, diners, drives, and Drive in and dives. That's triple a, D. Yeah, Triple D. That's a tough one, Flavor too. Town. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. So we were really excited. Um, this has been something that we've been thinking about, like, ever since they opened it up. Just like, this is going to be amazing, you know. So get there, stand in the line, look at their however many different sauces and try to pick out the ones we want. Overall, Brendan, what what did you think about Chicken Guy? Okay. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't outstanding either. And I don't know if it's one of those things where we like hyped it up in our head, which a lot of times is just never good. You know, it can't meet your expectations. But the chicken itself, like when I think chicken tenders, because I'm the chicken tender girl, like the breading, and I know they say it's like hand breaded and everything, but... I didn't like it. And it had good flavor. They put a lot of good seasoning on it, but I just didn't like the actual breading part, if that makes sense. Yeah, and we did talk to, we we met up with Terry mm-hmm. right after this, and he made a good point. Like, Nashville has some really good fried chicken, so it is maybe one of those things that we're just... Spoiled. We're spoiled a little bit. Yeah. I, I think... I'm not like a stickler for service by any means, but one of my big pet peeves though is what having to repeat myself. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> and I promise you I said my order four times to this lady. Yeah, she just wasn't she wasn't paying attention. So overall, I mean, if you're like us and you just want to eat at guys restaurant and give it a shot. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people love it. I mean, it's obviously a pretty successful restaurant. There's I always mean, a wait. Sean loved it. Yeah. Um, 
Andrea's husband. So yeah, I mean, I think to it's each their own. It's worth a shot. It's not too expensive. I think for the two of us, it was like twenty eight bucks, which for Disney is good. So we were pleased by that. But, um, I guess Animal Kingdom. So we ended up going to Animal Kingdom. And Animal Kingdom, we've talked about it before, definitely has a reputation for being, like, the hottest park. And it was very hot again. So we knew that we were going to take it slow. Um, We had fast passes for Dinosaur and Everest and Kilimanjaro. Um, And Kilimanjaro, it seemed like quite the bust at first. It had a very slow start. We barely saw any animals. It felt like on the, um, what's that, like the grasslands kind of part. Like usually you see it in giraffes and stuff. Um, but it kind of, it got better. We, the lions were out. We saw like four rhinos right next to the car, like right next to. Yeah, you know, they're normally in that little like roundabout area, just kind of always back underneath those trees. They were like really close to the lions mm-hmm. like and they, they were almost the, on the road yeah they were venturing out it was also really strange kilimanjaro was walk-on we used a fast pass for it but there was legitimately no line whatsoever mm-hmm. and at one point there was a giraffic jam our favorite i had to throw that in there um not in front of us but we just had to like sit and not look at anything so that was interesting. Um, but at Animal Kingdom, what are some of the things that we ate? Um, so I know that we had the chicken dumplings. And that was from the cart that's closest to the Up Bird Adventure. And they were really good. That's the best way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, just like your normal, they were crunchy. So they weren't like a steamed dumpling. They were uh, like a pan fried, fried mm-hmm. dumpling. Um, they were really good. We also had the buffalo chips. Which were recommended to us. And it's our fault that we don't like. We didn't do enough research. Yes. Smothered in blue cheese. Smothered. And it it wasn't overpowering. We were still able to eat them. But if you're not a blue cheese person, I wouldn't recommend them. We ate about half and then we gave the other half to my sister because she is a blue cheese lover and she was obsessed with them. Yeah, so I think if you like blue cheese, then definitely hit those up. Those are, how would you describe where that card is? It was like right at the entrance into Dinoland if you're going there from Discovery Island. Yeah, so like like you're walking to Restaurantosaurus. Right yes. before you get to Scrooge McDuck where he meets. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just in a little cart there. And I think it's an ice cream stand too. Yeah, it was, which yeah. is kind of odd. Um, I can't think of any other food that we had. We had, um, some drinks from the bar that's closest to Everest. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. I don't remember either, but very popular bar. Mm -hmm. Um, I think most of the drinks there are pre-made, which is fine. Yeah. Pre-mixed, so they just kind of pump them out. It was like a pink lemonade. Yeah, it was pink lemonade something and like it was vodka Mm -hmm. i remember um and we got those to watch our very first showing of rivers of light Mm -hmm. and we had never seen the previous version so this was the new version where they actually incorporated some of the disney characters and clips and music um which is apparently new and we did enjoy that part of it i will say um, like the music that they picked was good. There was definitely a heavy emphasis on the Lion King, I'd say. Um, a lot of Tarzan. What else was there a lot of? Um, Tarzan, Lion King, Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. And then they also had like some clips from their Disney nature movies. So that was all good. The only thing that we thought was a little odd was just like the sequence so if you've ever seen any kind of disney nighttime show you know it goes through like this is the love part and this is the you know the hero the action part and then it has a villain part and it kind of goes you know in that sequence 
all together, but this show kind of jumped around like very quickly. Like there was a big thunderstorm scene. Which is like the dark part of it. Mm -hmm. And then it got brighter and then all of a sudden Scar came back and it was like, wait, what? Yeah, it it just didn't make a ton of sense. And I think a lot of other people have commented on this. I know when Sarah and Jeff, adults in Disney, just saw it recently, they said the same thing. The, the water that they project onto is just not the best setup. It's just so hard to make out the cartoons. Mm-hmm, the and, clips. Uh, yeah, the clips. I guess they're not all cartoons. Some of it's live action. So, you know, I spent the majority of my time watching the little bitty screen that's on the boat just so I would have some idea of what I was looking at. Mm-hmm. I did the same thing. So, I don't know if it's just a matter of, like, turning up the water pressure or what the issue is, but that's just, like, you know, and a lot of people say that about Phantasmic, that a lot of times it's hard to see those projections onto the water, but Phantasmic is a much better setup compared to this. Yes, I agree with that 100%. So it was, it's worth a shot if Um, you've never seen it. And obviously we don't have a huge baseline to go off of because we didn't see the old version. I've watched it on YouTube and that's about it. And I think that's the reason why we never went to see it. it. It's still the worst nighttime show in Disney. I'm confident in saying that. I guess I'm a little biased because I love Animal Kingdom. I enjoyed it, and it was something just so different because, you know, I when I think about going to Animal Kingdom as a kid, it closed at, like, 7 every night, and you have to leave early. So it was nice getting to stay late and being in the park after dark, and everything is lit up, and I was honestly just very impressed. I guess this doesn't just go with Rivers of Light, but Animal Kingdom at night I thought was beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I'm I am legitimately obsessed with Animal Kingdom photography. Mm-hmm. Our Instagram is about to turn into Animal Kingdom only. <laughs> what do the kids say now? We stand Animal Kingdom. Isn't that what they say? If I, you're a fan of something, you stand it. I honestly have no clue. <laughs> you're the I one. work with twelve year olds, and they've never said that. Interesting. I think I think I'm hip. I know what the kids say. Oh, okay. So that pretty much. You know, we we took pictures of Pandora at night, took pictures of the Tree of Life at night for any photographers. I mean, that is a challenge, especially for me as like a novice. But I'm pretty happy with the pictures that we came out with. Mm -hmm. The one thing that I will say um, that I was shocked with, we went to Pandora because we'd never seen it at night. Brendan wanted to take pictures. Um, And just for kicks and giggles, I decided to ask, like, the cast member working Flight of Passage, because it still said a two-hour wait. I was like, is that true? Like, is it still really two hours? Because it was maybe ten minutes before park closed, and she said yes, and they were still letting people get in line. So I was surprised by that, honestly. Yeah. But, so I guess, pro tip, if you're interested in staying out until midnight, I mean, I guess you could hit it up at the end of the day. But we did not. We went home um, because the next day was Hollywood Studios Day. And the one ride that we will rope drop is Slinky Dog. Us and everybody else in Hollywood Studios. But it was worth it. So we had a different approach this time. We got there 30 minutes before park opens. Um, And, of course, we walk in. It's not Hollywood Boulevard. Is that Sunset Boulevard that's the main street? Is that correct? I think so. So, of course, that's where everybody's lined up. And you kept hearing all these cast members, there's more locations. There's more rope drop areas. Like, please go around. So we did. But a lot of times we would ignore those people because, like, it's a trap. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we did do that. And at first we went just, like, it's just kind of around the corner. Around the corner. And then we saw this other area that was right next to the entrance into the Frozen show. Mm-hmm. So you had to walk like past Gertie around like that little lake. Yeah. Um, And then it was kind of just like a straight shot into where they push you in. Um, what's that area called? Why am I blinking? 
like back where the Star Wars launch bay, like they uh, kind of push you into that little area and then they let you walk down into Toy Story Land. So we're like, oh, it's a straight shot. Like that'll be good. Um, and I think it would have, but pro tip, learn from our mistake. You want to swim to the right. Don't stay in the left-hand lane um, because it gets really congested. And if we would have went a little farther right into like the middle opening or the right opening, and that'll make more sense. Like if you ever go, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's the archways. Yeah. Whenever you walk through the archway with the Hollywood Studios logo, if you're walking like straight back into Launch Bay, stick to the right, much bigger opening. Mm-hmm. That was moving so much faster. But overall, um, we got in line, and I'd say we probably – with it all being said and done, by the time we walked back there and waited and everything, it was probably no more than like 30 minutes. Yeah. So we were off the ride, um, done, ready to eat our breakfast tachos um, right around like 9.30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it was worth it. So that was one of our biggest things. We had to eat breakfast tachos. We probably would have eaten lunch tachos as well. <laughs> but we ended up getting really full. I don't think we really even ate lunch that day. No, I, we, I don't think we did eat lunch that day. But breakfast tachos are a must. We would highly recommend them. Um, they're from the Woody's Lunchbox right there in Toy Story Land. We also realized that forever I've been calling it Andy's Lunchbox. So mm-hmm. I apologize for any mistakes in the past. I really thought it was Andy's. Apparently not. So those were delicious. Um, so we kind of wrapped that up and wandered off um, to just explore different parts of Hollywood Studios. And this is where Brendan kind of knew about some things that I didn't know about. Um, so one of the things that we did that was completely new to us um, was the Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. So it's back there... Um, where Rock and Roller Coaster is. And it was really cute. It was a lot of fun. It's just a show. It's not a ride or anything. Um, but it's basically Lightning McQueen is kind of narrating um, like how in the new movie they do like a lot of the simulators, like the racing simulators. So it's kind of like that. And it's really cute and it has all the different characters. Um, and when you go back there, you can meet... Is her name Cruz? Cruz Ramirez. Cruz Ramirez. Um, so we met her. There was no wait. It was totally empty back there. Um, and they let you bring your drinks inside. We had some Starbucks. They let us bring those in to watch the show. It was air-conditioned, um, which is always a plus. And it was a pretty good length, you know, of, of a little show. Yeah, I'd say like 10 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So that was a lot of fun. I would recommend it. Yeah, it was fun. I don't know if it's something that you need to do every trip, but it's really cute and it's cool to see Lightning McQueen like in the flesh, I guess if that's the right term. <laughs> um, but like that technology to put him up there is really cool. Yeah, it was I mean, it was very new. Um, and I think just because we loved Cars Land so much in Disneyland, we were just excited to have something like cars and to have that kind of aspect and just I think Hollywood Studios right now like needs some extra fluff and that was the extra fluff that we needed yep so next we were killing time before our fast pass for Toy Story Mania and so what we decided to do was go watch the 17 minute preview of Toy Story 4 here's what I'll say I'm not going to spoil anything I am much more excited for the movie now that I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like any other Toy Story movie, they pull you in, they tug at your heartstrings, and then they throw like some adventure in there. You know, it's all the things that you would ever want from a Disney movie. So we'll be seeing that. I'm trying to convince Brendan that we need to go see it at our drive-in movie theater and we need to take our corgis. I think they'd love it. Nope. Um, so um, right after that, we decided to go explore that new Incredibles area, which is back there where the Pixar um, 
courtyard or whatever they called it mm-hmm. used to be where the entrance to Toy Story Mania used to be. Um, so Edna Mode, five minute wait, yeah. maybe. And that whole area, I thought it was really well themed. Um, it was pretty empty when we went over there. Um, they have lots of fun murals on the wall and even um, the queue to go meet Edna was very much like you know, a display with all the different costumes that she designed and descriptions, and it was really cute. Um, so I really liked that area. Um, and then they had, like, the dance party, and it was fun because, of course, um, we saw Frozone and Mr. and Mrs. Incredible out there dancing. But then even, like, the um, like the DJ and, like, the kind of like the hype people, you know, who are out there working it. Um, they made it like a like a TV, a newscast. Yeah, it's like a news broadcast. So I thought that was kind of fun um, and just something interesting, you know, not something that you would expect, I guess. Um, and then the other thing that we were really excited for in that area was the Jack-Jack cookie. Because, again, in Disneyland, we loved them. We got two while we were there. What did you think about him? It's not the same. It wasn't the same. It will, Either the recipe is different or they're not cooking them for the right amount of time. Because it wasn't chewy at all. Yeah, and some people like their cookies crunchier. We do not. We're the kind of people who like cut minutes when you bake them at home. I want to eat it with a spoon. <laughs> and that's not how it was. Um, so it was kind of hard. Um, I mean, the chocolate chips and everything were still melty. But we were kind of underwhelmed, and then we decided to get the Frozone slush, and it was really just too sweet. We couldn't drink it. Yeah, it, it's not something I would get again. Yeah, I mean, and we we wanted to try it all, so we were really excited for it, and it looked pretty. It's like a bright blue, and they put all this whipped cream and stuff on top of it, um, but we just couldn't drink it. One thing... And this will probably head into one last thing that we're going to mention about Magic Kingdom in a second. I am one of the most tolerant people. This isn't like a brag. It's just like who I am. (laughs) I'm very tolerant to kids and strollers and the ECVs. Because you just have to expect it. I'm always, what do you call it, like a defensive driver. (laughs) Like I'm never going to cut one of those things off, like always give them the right away. We were meeting Mr. Incredible. Not meeting him, but just like shaking his hand like, hey, just love, he this, walked by. love this party, Mr. Incredible. <laughs> this person drove their stroller legitimately two inches behind my foot. So I was meeting Mr. Incredible and I took a step back to try to take a picture. I almost sat on a child. <laughs> like, you got to be a responsible driver if you're doing one of those things. So don't be that person? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's almost like they were trying to sit me into the stroller. (laughs) They were that close. But I digress. That's my soapbox for now. For the day. So that pretty much wrapped up. That night we got to meet um, our friend Ashley, Disney Tricks, who's been on the show three times now. She holds the record. She does still hold the record. And her boyfriend, Keith. Um... So that was really fun. We just met him briefly because we were melting at that point. Yes, we were on our way out. We decided after three days of pushing through the hot and the tired, we needed a nap. So we decided to go home, um, not home, but back to our hotel, um, take a nap, and then refresh so we could go to Magic Kingdom because we wanted to watch um, the Happily Ever After show. Yep. And that's a must-do every time. I mean, Mm. talk about being in your feels. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. The only thing that frustrated me was the Wi-Fi was awful. So I was trying to live stream it, and it kept cutting out. So it was a little bit frustrating, but it did allow us to just take it all in on our last night. We've always tried to make that a tradition. A lot of times it doesn't work out that way. But is there really a better ending to a Disney trip than watching the Magic Kingdom fireworks show? The answer is no. <laughs> That's for sure the best thing. Yeah. The other, we didn't do much that night in Magic Kingdom. 
Catherine got Casey's Corner. I got Columbia Harbor House. So we were both happy. Happy campers. We um we rode Splash Mountain. We did ride Splash Mountain, but I have to mention something about Harbor House, Catherine. Uh oh. It's different. Here we go. The end of an era. The Maybe f- not the end. The fish is different. And I want to know if anybody else has noticed this. The batter used to be like, I don't know what the right, it was like light, like in like allowed the fish to be flaky and like things like that. It was heavy. I don't even know like <laughs> how to describe it, but it was not the same. When I think you said it seemed like a different cut of fish as well. Didn't you think so? I don't even know. Like Not like, but it was. I don't know. You said something to me like it used to be like thinner and it was a lot. I mean, maybe that's not a bad to, thing. It used to be more like round, like a, a cod or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now it was like a flat fillet. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they switched from like cod to whitefish or I'm no fish expert, but <laughs> I have no idea. It Maybe it's the same as it's always been and I'm just like misremembering it. But for some reason that meal did not hit the spot like... Harbor House normally does. It's still better in Casey's Corner. Like, nobody jump off the ship yet. But. Obviously, I disagree. But we'll have to give it a shot in July. And yeah. you can, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yep. So, you already mentioned your milkshake. We got that from, I can't remember the name of that place. It's just, ever. it's literally a place that just has milkshakes and smoothies. In Tomorrowland. In Tomorrowland. Right. And it backs up to Cosmic Craze and, um. Star Traders. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the last things. We've got to talk about this as a community. Like PSA, if you're a Disney fan, and we mentioned this a couple episodes ago too, so you're probably going to get tired of us saying this. It's a big problem. We've got to stop making the People Mover cool. We wanted to ride the People Mover as a nice break, something that we've always liked doing just you know a little midday kind of pick me up we wanted to see the tron coaster obviously there was always a wait for people mover and that should never happen people mover should be a strictly walk on kind of ride i i i don't understand it literally every single time we walked by it i kept telling myself no that's a line for astro orbiter and then we'd get up there and nope it is people mover Mm-hmm. I mean, it was even showing up on the app sometimes. It's like 30 or 35 minutes. Yeah. Which is insane. I also wonder if there was some, like, loading issues because, like, there's a huge line, and in our little cart, whatever you call it, mm-hmm. they only filled two of, like, the five places where you can sit people yeah and then the whole car after us was completely empty and there was nobody in it so i don't know what's going on in it but it is just insane like maybe that's just the state of the parks now that that everything has a, a line but, but i mean but tiki room was the same walk right on mm-hmm. and like some of the other less popular things so let's make some of those other rides more popular let's maybe leave People mover alone yep. a little bit. All, all of you can line up at Country Bears, and we'll go on People Mover. Yes, yes. Let's let's make Country Bears the next big thing. <laughs> yes, we'll buy the T-shirt and everything, so that everyone goes to that and not the People Mover. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! From Tennessee. So I think that wraps up our trip. Of course, this episode is way longer than we planned it to be. That's oh, a just theme. Just a little. That is a theme of Detour to Neverland at this point. But hope you guys enjoyed this. Of course, stay tuned so you can hear our voicemails that our friends Aaron and Amanda left for us. And you can call in and leave a voicemail for us as well. The number will be down in the show notes. Um, Our next trip, July. Yes, so stay tuned for that. We are super excited. We just found out that we get to do the Moonlight Magic for Animal Kingdom. And one of my biggest highlights is we're going to see The Lion King when it premieres. So we kind of have a theme going. It's 
all Animal Kingdom. I'm loving it. I think we have three Flight of Passage Fast Passes. I'm hype. So, if you look for us in July, we will most likely be in Animal Kingdom. Yes. So, thank you guys so much for listening. We really enjoy it. We will be back on Thursday with another interview-based episode. Um, Look out for some more. We're going to try to push out some more content. So, stay tuned as we grow and adapt and try to bring you guys um, some content that we think you'll enjoy. So, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you on Thursday. Hey, Brandon and Catherine. This is Erin. I'm so excited you all have a call in line. Oh, my gosh. So my name is Erin Deloach. I am from Augusta, Georgia, and I am such a huge fan of the Detour to Neverland podcast. Um, my Instagrams just for fun are at Erin I Deloach and at Sipping on Style. Um, I'm obsessed with the Disney community, and since I'm from Augusta, I live vicariously through everyone else is posting everything. Um, but in a week, we're finally headed to Disney, so we may be there the same time you and Catherine are. I'm not sure, but it'd be so cool if we were. Okay, so the ride I would choose for an exit slash refurbishment. It's kind of a combination. Um, I chose Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. So I here's my whole plan. I think it would be super cool to leave the Laugh Floor but make that a line queue um, and, like, a waiting area, what you experienced before you got on a ride of some type of roller coaster or ride whatever um, of all the doors. So in the first Monsters, Inc., how they're chasing Boo through the doors, I think it would be so cool to ride a ride that was like a roller coaster as if you were one of the doors that was being moved all around. So it obviously needs some more planning, but I think it would be so cool to act like you were getting moved from child's room to child's room and all that stuff. So, yes, that's my exit slash refurbishment. Um, I can't wait for more questions. I love the podcast. I'll be listening every episode from here on out. Um, I'm rambling, <laughs> but I'm super excited. And y'all have a great magical day. Hey, Brendan and Catherine, it's Amanda, long-time listener, first-time caller. I listen to your podcast from Sanford, North Carolina, and I'd love to connect with any followers, um, any other listeners. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Five Little Elephants. On to your uh, question of the week. Um, in my episode number 68, you asked what needed to be refurbished in the parks. And I said primeval world. I'm still standing by that, but I'm going to add to the list because we just got back from Walt Disney World and we rode, what was that ride? Oh, Spaceship Earth in, um, in Epcot. And I know that Disney does have on the list to be redone. And I have to say that we completely agree with that. It was very slow. The kids were very hot. And we just felt like it needed a whole rework, and we can't wait to see the new version that Disney's going to come up with in a couple couple years. Um, Can't wait to hear your next episodes that are coming out. I know there's a trip report coming up soon, so I'm very excited to hear that. I hope you guys have a great week. Once again, Five Little Elephants on Facebook and Instagram. Can't wait to connect. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.